Okay, I think we're set. <laughs> Warrior Woman, welcome back to the Warrior School podcast. This is episode 189. <laughs> you should see me. I have quite the setup in front of me. I have got a camera in front of me, but it's not where it normally belongs. Uh, so I'm not sure where to look when it comes to looking in front of me. I've got a camera off to my side. I've got my light. Uh, I've got my mic, but my mic is in a different position that I'm used to. Uh, and then I'm using a new recording software that is meant to film really good video quality. Uh, I've also got GarageBand going, recording my audio. There's just a lot going on. <laughs> uh, and when we were setting up this uh, stage, and let me tell you, I love a good stage, uh, but there is a lot of technology uh, flying around me here. When we were setting it up this morning, Carson's like, we're going to have to make a podcast studio out of our living room aren't we? And <laughs> so for those of you who are new listening to the podcast, first, welcome. Second, we used to have a full training set up in our living room, in our apartment. We previously didn't own a couch. Uh, we just had a rug in the middle of the room and I had the rig in here and the full setup. We've still got the bench and the weights uh, in the living room, but when we were setting all of this up, Carson's like, yep, we're going to have to create a podcast studio space out of the living room. And it would be super cool if we had an extra room to create a podcast studio. Uh, it's in the vision, but for now, here I am standing in my living room, surrounded by lots of cameras, the microphone, the light, uh, lots of software. And <laughs> I guess this is what happens when you declare a podcast sprint challenge marathon and that's what I'm in. I'm in a podcast sprint. I started yesterday. I am recording 13 podcast episodes in the next 16 days so we can get to episode 200 to celebrate Warrior School's fourth birthday. <gasps> So one down, 12 to go. Today's podcast episode is the 12th. So thanks for joining me. Thank you for whacking me in your ears. Welcome to the Warrior School podcast, the podcast for women who train. I believe following a plan that works with your body and has a timeline of years is the future of women's training. I also believe women can train hard. We just need to learn how to do it in a respectful way. So Warrior, this is your go-to show for practical information on training, nutrition, hormones, and performance. Myself and tons of experts will help you create a training strategy that works with your body and gets results. I am your teacher, Amy Bowe coach, dietitian, and the creator of Warrior School. Okay, Warrior Woman, let's do this. All right, we're actually going to talk about sprints and challenges 
because I'm in one and I actually love a good challenge. (laughs) I like speed. I like pressure. I like to do hard things that make me uncomfortable Uh, and we could think of challenges as sprints and that's what I want to talk to you about today. So I'll probably use them interchangeably, uh, but yeah, so sprints, which are short efforts or challenges, which generally are for a short amount of time. Now, I really think challenges get a bad rap. <laughs> they don't have the greatest reputation. Uh, most people don't like them. And I think we can thank the fitness industry's six or 12 week weight loss challenges for that. (laughs) I think we've been a little bit scarred uh, and we don't really like this idea of challenge, of doing this, you know, like hard work for a short amount of time. Well, actually, I think it can go one of two ways with a lot of people. So I think some people really like the idea of a challenge, uh, and especially when it comes to a physical challenge. And I think because it hits the brain really nicely, it hits our dopamine receptors um, quite nicely. And so that's why fitness challenges are so popular is because often there's a promise of a result, a really quick result in a short amount of time, hits the dopamine really nicely in the brain uh, because our brain really only wants to do things that get that dopamine hit. (laughs) The brain really doesn't like doing hard things, so it tends to shy away from that, but You know, some people really like the idea of a challenge, a short amount of time, pushing really hard and getting a result quickly. Other people hate the idea. (laughs) Uh, They don't like the, uh, the pressure. And maybe a lot of these people that aren't a big fan of challenges have been burned by challenges before you know they've done them whether that's in the physical space the diet space the training space whether they've had to do certain challenges through you know their work or their business and they didn't go well and so they're not a massive fan of the challenge of the sprint and of the pressure So kind of on that pendulum, you know, I speak about that all of the time, that we're either all in and we're going for it and we're chasing the shiny object, we're chasing the quick results, we're in for the challenge, we're going to change our whole life uh, to get there or we're out. (laughs) We're on the other end of the pendulum, which is like, no, thank you. I don't want to participate in this challenge or this sprint. Uh, But you know me, I love being in the middle, Uh, but I don't mind a swing every now and then, every now and then. I I do quite like a swing (laughs) and right now I'm in the all in. I'm swinging to the, I don't know, we could say maybe the hard right, Uh, could be the left, but when I'm envisioning this pendulum, 
and I have it in front of me, I kind of think of the swing to the right as the all in and then the swing to the left as the all out. I'm kind of going to challenge my my own belief around this middle pendulum thing because I do think that it's pretty cool sometimes to actually swing into the all in uh, to go for it. And that's what I'm doing with the podcast right now. And I want to talk to you about sprinting. So a lot of us, you know, when we think of sprinting, we're thinking of running over a short distance <laughs> at, the, at a top speed. And we're doing this for a limited period of time. So, you know, a 100 meter sprint or a 200 meter sprint or a 400 meter sprint. But in the business world and the tech world, they also speak about sprints. And sprints are defined as this span of time in which a team will work really hard to accomplish a specific goal. So this period could be any length, but normally it's quite short, Uh, you know, one to two weeks or one to two months. And so it's actually really popular in the biz world where they go on these sprints. So they have a massive goal and then they break that goal down into smaller chunks and those chunks become sprints. And so then they'll have the team work on that particular chunk intensely for a very short period of time to complete that chunk or flesh out that chunk or you know, um, work on that particular project. And I love this idea. I've, you know, I've held this idea for quite a while, especially when it comes to training. You know, when I was competing in Olympic weightlifting, we'd have this time where it would be very intense, uh, especially leading up to a competition. So we'd go on a bit of a sprint And then we'd have the competition and then we'd fall into a recovery. Uh, And I've done this many times with Olympic lifting and in my training. You know, you could also think about it as, I guess, periodization, like block training. You know, there's chunks of time where we train hard and then we go into a deload or we have a recovery mode uh, that happens And so we can use this idea of sprints or challenges in all areas of our lives. So I've used it a lot in my training and I still do. uh, And I've used it a lot in my business. And right now I'm in a sprint. And and I'm going to talk about why I'm doing it in a second uh, and the benefit of it. But I think... I think when it comes to this idea of challenges or sprints and, you know, them getting a bad rap and us maybe shying away from them, you know, I have this philosophy of taking the long way home, but I was actually on a coaching call uh, last month and I put forward uh, a cool question or idea to my warriors and that was, what if we actually shortened the long way home. So I have a philosophy of taking the long way home. And that means we've got to build a strong foundation, the right foundation, a proper foundation. 
you know, we've got to learn how to train properly and manage our stress and create strong physiology and biofeedback and create a strong nutrition strategy. And all of that takes a long time, you know, at least a year for us to build that foundation. And so I invite, you know, all of the women that I work with to take this philosophy of the long way home. It's going to take time, but we're going to do it right. And you'll have a strong foundation for the rest of your life that you, you know, you'll get more energy, you'll get insanely strong and you'll create the body that you love. But I actually chucked something out into the call that created a little bit of friction. And I said to them, okay, so we've spent the time building our foundation. We've created a strong nutrition strategy. You've created a consistent training practice. Now, what if we shorten the long way home? What if we actually put in certain projects or sprints into our practice that could help us progress forward faster? And I'm going to share a little clip uh, from the call where I was talking about it. So we're taking the long way home. I talk about it a lot. You're all on the long way home. But what if we could fasten the long way home or shorten the long way home or get to where we want to go. I don't want to say quicker because it's not about being quick. It's not about taking shortcuts. It's not about doing what we were doing before, which is being super stressed, dieting, overtraining or doing things that are not supporting our body. But what if we kind of like challenge this idea of the long way home, but in a way that's working with our body and with our life. So of course, we want the plan and the strategy to be a lifestyle choice for us to be able to do it for the rest of our life. But if we have a goal that we really want that can change our life or help us live our vision, help us feel better about ourselves or in our bodies, like why don't we just, why don't we get the goal? Like why don't we like really do it, like work towards it. And why don't we try and do it in a way that's like prompt, but respectful and intelligent and supports us and meets us where we're at, you know, why, why do we need to delay it? I guess. Um, Can we take the long way, but also the short way (laughs) in an intelligent way, Um, which might seem like it's going against what I normally talk about, but I feel like You know, if you're so clear on your vision and you really want something now, of course, there's like a caveat to that. I can't magically click my fingers and make you really, really strong. It doesn't work like that because it takes years and years and years and years and years to get really, really strong. You know, and I also really can't click my fingers and magically transform your entire body composition in a very short amount of time. So, of course, we've got constraints around what's actually possible because we've got to put the time and the effort in. But, you know, it doesn't have to be your training. It could also be other areas of your life. Is there something that you want that potentially with changing up how you're actually living or changing up the strategy, we could get you to that a little bit quicker? Okay, so what if we got this this idea of challenges and sprints being bad wrong? You know, what if challenges and sprints actually help us break through old stories and beliefs uh, 
or more so they actually don't give us time to wallow in our own shit. (laughs) Uh, What if challenges and sprints help us throw out how it should be and push us to create our own rules? What if they make us realize that we can't always wait until we feel like it to take action? And this came up for me today when I was jumping on to record the podcast. You know, I didn't sleep as long as I wanted to last night. I was up at five. Uh, I started, you know, working early in the morning because I have to write these damn emails. that John's giving me the task to do. So I was writing an email, which I still haven't finished. It's half finished and I'll finish it after the podcast. Uh, And so I'm a little tired. You know, it's the afternoon time here and I normally record podcasts in the morning. And so I don't really feel like doing this, but I committed to the sprint. I committed to the challenge. So they actually... I believe challenges and sprints help us do the work when we don't feel like it. And what if they also help us shorten the long way home? Or what if the long way home is full of shorter sprints, especially once we've built our foundation? What if they also help us build more capacity? So Previously on the podcast, I've spoken about this idea of we need to celebrate ourselves and our wins and we can demand more from ourselves. And I, and I think this is where challenges and sprints fall into that. They fall into that demanding more. And so, you know, I can celebrate the fact that the podcast is four years old uh, and that's an, a very cool achievement. But. Uh, And I can demand more from myself. So I can demand that I get to 200 episodes to celebrate her fourth birthday. And what if sprints and challenges give us this opportunity to try something new on, which I spoke about in yesterday's podcast episode. I think the reason why we find sprints and challenges so hard is that We have to, they require two things. We kind of have to do two things. One, we have to try something new on that is totally uncomfortable. So this idea of me doing 13 podcast episodes in 16 days is trying something new on. And it's a lot. It's a little uncomfortable. Secondly, I think the reason why we find it so hard is that we've got to keep a strong nervous system so we can handle the challenge. We've got to keep the energy up and, you know, the energy definitely feeds into enthusiasm and it's definitely easier to go on a sprint or a challenge when we've got energy and we've got enthusiasm for it. So I think sprints and challenges, they help us start. You know, if you're feeling really stuck with something, set yourself a challenge or set yourself a sprint. Now you've got to be clear on your why, like why are you doing it? Um, You know, what's it for? Who's it for? Why are you doing it? How does it help you progress towards your over your big goal or your, your vision? 
Uh, and once you're clear on that, then you can break it down into a chunk and you can choose a challenge or a sprint. But I do think that they can help you start. Sprints can also keep you focused on what's important. So for the next 13 days, my main focus is on the podcast. Now I have a bigger vision for the podcast. You know, I I want her to be this big, badass baby. I want her to grow and reach more women and help more women and get bigger guests on and be this epic, cool thing <laughs> that I've created. So I've got this huge vision for her and... I've taken that vision and then I've thought of, you know, certain goals or certain milestones that I want to reach. And so I think it's really cool to actually choose a sprint or a challenge and that can focus you on what's really important. Uh, They also force very crisp (laughs) decision-making. We don't really have time to, you know, one of my, one of the things that I really struggle with is the idea of overthinking. I overthink a lot, you know, overthink, um, maybe planning a podcast. Uh, You've, you know, when I first started, you should have seen the amount of times I started and restarted recording an episode. Uh, I overthink writing an email. I overthink creating content a lot of the time. You know, I'm sure a lot of you can resonate with the overthinking. So if you are in a challenge or in a sprint, you ain't got time to overthink. Like I've got, I've got no time to overthink these 13 podcast episodes. Of course, you know, I want them to be powerful. I want them to be helpful for you. Um, but I can't overthink them too much because I've set myself a challenge. I've declared it <laughs> to the world, to you. You'll be expecting me to release a podcast episode, well, 13 of them in the next 16 days. So another thing I really love about it, it forces crisp decision making. You know, we can't really tread water and be indecisive. Now, it's not just about speed. It's also about momentum, focus, and confidence. You know, you do something like a challenge or a sprint, I guarantee you that it's going to give you momentum or help with momentum. It's going to help with focus. And the big one is that it's going to help with your confidence. And this is what I really saw during the Warrior Queen Challenge. So in January, we ran Warrior Queen And it was a 12-week challenge, so a three-month challenge. And the main purpose or focus of the challenge was for me to help the warriors feel more confident when they stepped up to a barbell. So it was all around building confidence through lifting heavier weights. And it was so cool to watch, you know, they, they entered a sprint, they entered a challenge, they were so focused for 12 weeks, they, you know, they created so much momentum, uh, they 
created so much more confidence when it came to making decisions around their training. Should I train? Shouldn't I train? Well, I'm in Warrior Queen Challenge. So, you know, can I tick off? Have I gotten enough sleep? Did I eat enough yesterday? Uh, you know, and there's certain, there's a checklist that we go through inside of Warrior School that kind of gives them the green light uh, to train. But they didn't really have time to think about it because they were in it. You know, once they decided to be a part of the challenge, they were focused, they were determined, they really wanted to push to get those PBs. Uh, So the challenge was focused on the squat, the deadlift and the pull up. And so we took this idea, this big idea of wanting to build insane strength And then we took this idea of, okay, a lot of women don't feel super confident when it comes to working with the bar or the barbell or squatting heavy or deadlifting heavy or doing a pull-up. And then we chunked it down further. So we got clear on the three movements, then chunked it down being like, okay, well then let's do 12 weeks, 12 weeks of intense focused work where they were training four times a week, three to four, uh, a lot of them did four, and they had never trained four days a week before either. And the main outcomes were building more confidence, lifting heavier weights and PRing, and really creating momentum and focus with their training. And they nailed it. (laughs) That sprint and that challenge, uh, the Warrior Queen Challenge, produce so much confidence, uh, so much focus, so much momentum, and so much progress, uh, both strength-wise and body composition-wise. And I think that's, it's really cool. You know, they were tired by the end of it. Uh, You know, a couple of them didn't finish the 12 weeks, whether that was from travel or, you know, their body just started to get tired, the energy was lower, and I think that's really the really important thing. You know, challenges and sprints are amazing, but we've got to then stop and we've got to recover. So just like our training, we train where we get the progress is through the recovery. Same as like, you know, if you want to do an endurance event, yes, we can go for that sprint. We can do the event, but then we've actually got to recover and we've got to have that deload time. And so the recovery piece is really important, but why can't we chuck in sprint, challenge, recover, sprint, recover, sprint, recover. And every sprint might look a little different. It might have a little bit of a different time frame. Actually in training, I talk a lot about how, you know, every woman will kind of have a time, you know, a time limit on what her body can tolerate for how long. And what I mean by that is, you know, I can train pretty damn hard for about a good six to eight weeks. And then my body is like, "Uh," you know, my biofeedback might go a little bit funky. Some niggles might start to pop up. And that's like my time limit, whereas some women's might be a little bit shorter or a little bit longer. It depends on a lot of things. So your foundation, the intensity of the training, the complexity, uh, but we'll have this kind of like ideal sprint time or ideal block of time for our training where things are going really well. We've got the energy, we've, you know, we can push hard and then we'll reach this point where, you know, 
we need to actually take a break. We need to deload. We need to recover. Same thing in business. You know, that's what I find. I can push hard for, you know, like, you know, 16 days or three weeks um, or four weeks, maybe a month or two. And then I need a recovery. You know, I need to actually take a few days off or a week off to recover from the sprint. So challenges aren't bad. Sprints aren't bad. Now, I think it's important to have a strong foundation. So you've got to have the energy coming into them. You've got to be able to take ownership and responsibility for your energy, for your habits, behaviors. You've got to be able to fuel yourself and put yourself to bed, to sleep enough. But I think they're exciting. I think they bring this sense of like, just like, I don't know, pressure, but like good pressure and excitement and fun. And I think that it can bring a really cool element to life or to your training or to your business. And so we're actually going to go through uh, in August, we're going to go through a reset inside of Warrior School where we reset, you know, some mindset stuff, some habits and some behaviors. And then we're going to go into the second Warrior Queen Challenge this year in September. And we're going to go for another hard push for a period of time. And my Warriors are really excited. One of the biggest pieces of feedback that they shared with me, and you can listen to a lot of their learnings and insights actually on the podcast. I recorded podcast episodes with like seven or eight of them is that it was fun. It was fun to be really focused for 12 weeks. It was fun to push hard for 12 weeks. It was fun to get that much momentum and progress in 12 weeks. And it is. And so, you know, I think maybe this will help you, maybe not, but I'm just going to chuck it out there for you. Like I did yesterday, yesterday invited you to try something new on Today, I'm just going to invite you to think about what's something that maybe you could turn into a challenge or you could do for a short period of time that you could go for a sprint. Okay. Thank you so much for listening, Warrior Woman. I truly appreciate being whacked in your ears. Uh, And well, you know, you're going to hear me soon, really soon. We are two episodes down. We have 11 more to go. Okay, bye for now. Warrior Woman, thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't, please give the podcast some love by subscribing now. And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and share it with another Warrior Woman. Also, if you want to go crazy, I'd love if you wrote a review for the Warrior School podcast. And also share and tag me with your biggest takeaways for the episode on the gram. Okay, Warrior Woman, have a great week in training. Bye for now.